everyone and welcome to another episode of the Discover New Music podcast from Full Pelt Music. Shortly we will be chatting with Call to the Faithful about their latest single The Problem but before then just the usual reminders from myself if you would please do follow Full Pelt Music on social media. We are on Facebook at Full Pelt and on Twitter and Instagram at Full Pelt Music. And again, if you would, please do hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, whatever you're watching or listening. Well, welcome, uh, Call to the Faithful, to the Discover New Music podcast. We're absolutely delighted to have you guys on. Um, we've recently featured your single, The Problem, over on our Discover New Music playlist on, on Spotify. Um, so we're going to be chatting to you about the single... Uh, in just a moment but um, obviously before we get to that we start every podcast exactly the same and it's with a feature we call the origin story so obviously the podcast is designed for people that perhaps aren't familiar with the band so just as a way of introducing yourselves um, how did Call to the Faithful come together what is the origin story for the band? Do you want to take this Ethan yeah this is always your one you're the glue (laughs) that holds us together so (laughs) the linchpin um so me and will we're in a a band we're in a little indie band called pay more and um it sort of fizzled out um i left and um i said to will hey shall we just go play some music because we like playing music still so we went and um we thought we could do some royal blood covers and i'd been in a band with matt um like my first ever band Uh, what were we called um Barry Moore's pool party Barry Moore's pool party <laughs> and uh we had one song um I think it's still on YouTube and um we played it one is. gig it's, it's still on YouTube we played we played one gig and um yeah I thought I thought at the time well Matt's not in a band anymore because we're not in a band anymore me and Will aren't in a band let's just do some Royal Blood covers so we went to Rocket Park um which has sort of been like the hub of Call to the Faithful we've like got, I've been to Rocket Park since the day it opened it's a real cool independently run um music studio in peterborough um run by um, a guy called oz um and yeah it's just a real great space um the, you can you can record, you can record there you can practice there it's a great it's just a real great space to have and it's not and it's reasonably priced as well so it doesn't break the <laughs> bank good. Are you right? you, are you on commission yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm still i've been going there for like 10 years and i'm still waiting on a free room so i'm hoping this is sort of what gets the <laughs> yeah where I, you know or a little plaque with my name on the wall or something do you know what i mean <laughs> um so then we we started playing then our friend we invited our friend joycey to come play guitar um and then I was in the Met Lounge one day um, and I hadn't seen Oscar for years. Me and Oscar went to school together. Um, he was a year below me. We played a couple of like bit of like guitar once or twice together. and We had, had a couple of chats. Oh, we, we were those kids that hung out in the music room every now and yeah. again and would pass each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then literally. we'd always get kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just nerds. Virgins. Virgins. Yeah, virgins. <laughs> <laughs> rejects. Yeah, so, you know, we had our guitars and that was fun. And then, and so, you know, me and Oscar weren't very um, popular at school. And I saw, and I, went, I was in the Met Lounge with Peterborough one day and um, this fucking beast walked in and I thought, who the hell was that? I looked at him, I was like, is that Oscar Smith? And he'd been like, he'd been like wrapped in a, um, a what's it called? What a fucking caterpillar's going to. I can't remember. A cocoon. A cocoon. A chrysalis. He'd been, in a, he's been encased in a chrysalis. Now I popped this beautiful butterfly and I went up to him and I think I tried to get his, I must have been trying to get his number or something. I'm, I'm, I'm just drawn to it. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I said, we started, we started chatting and I said, oh, do you want to be in a band? And he was just like, yeah. 
and because he was in another, he was in a, I think you were in Velocity at the time, weren't you? Your cover band. And, well, uh, I, I was, I, I was in days. the cover band, and then I was in another band called Dirty Days, and that we literally had like our last gig on that day or something like that. And yeah. It was, uh, and it just quickly like it's like a monkey swung from one branch to another, and uh, was like, yeah, I want to keep the original thing going, and so, and so I hopped in. Yeah. So then we became. Um, I think at that point, then we were, uh, were we called to the faithful then, or were we a band called Two Finger Handshake? Yeah, two Finger Handshake at that point. Yeah, Two Finger Handshake. So then um, <laughs> we then we played. We, awful we did, name. Awful. Great <laughs> name. We did we did a couple of practices. Um, I don't think we ever gigged under Two Finger Handshake, and then mm. Oscar decided to leave. Um, yep. <laughs> we had to get a match. It's because of the name. Yeah. Really? yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, yeah. Like, so we, got another, we, got we were terrible. In. We were so shit we at that point as well. <laughs> we were awful, to be fair. But then we got another guitarist in. We, played, we wrote some songs. We got another couple of guitarists in, to be fair. We, we've had a few guitars. We won't go into that. Um, and then we played a couple of gigs. And then one of our guitarists needed to come out of the band for a day because he didn't have. He needed to. Uh, he had, had a personal commitment, not, which was fine. I don't holiday. mind personal commitment. He just wanted, yeah, it was holiday. That was it. So I said to Oscar, "Would you mind just filling in for the day?" And he was like, "Yeah, of course I can." So he filled in. And then at the end of the year, he says, oh, I think you might need to be in the band again, mate. And uh, <laughs> so we had to get rid of the other guitarist. Oscar came, came back in and then, uh, you know, we played small gigs. And then Joycey, he ended up leaving. And then we just became the four feet piece of Call to the Faithful. And that's sort of where we are today. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a, a beautiful story. And obviously, you know, fate. Mom, I'm sorry. It, no, that's, that's, that's interesting. Obviously, you know, a lot of the stories we get as well, yeah, we, we met in school or we met doing this or whatever. No, it's interesting to get a more elongated story. <laughs> um, obviously, yeah, you could make a movie out of that. Obviously, Oscar's Willy won't join moments. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> obviously, yeah, eventually, here we are. And I say it must be fate that you guys uh, were brought together. Um, Mm -hmm. such a tease such a tease just teasing just tease it teasing yeah yeah exactly just uh stringing you guys along but eventually obviously the happy ending to the movie because oscars joins and you guys are are together and you guys have just put out the problem which is a uh, absolutely fantastic uh little track that we've really really enjoyed hence we've stuck it on the uh the uh, playlist um and yeah we want to just chat to you guys a little bit about the problem now so um obviously listeners can check it out on our playlist they can also check out uh on all streaming sites for the for the band and obviously there's a video on youtube that we can touch on again in a, a minute as well um but tell us about the problem you know what is the song about how did the song come together you know what is the story for the problem yeah so the the, the problems probably uh so, so um, in terms of the way we write the songs in the band i tend to come with a riff or a completed song and then we and i show it to the band and everybody writes their own parts and then we we, we jam it all out together and um we put the the call to the faithful spin on it but it really comes in like a with a seed that starts starts from me and so the the problem for me was uh i'm generally quite an angry person like not a kind but angry person (laughs) angry at the world and it it was my attempt at writing since i've been heavily inspired recently by um the honesty and and the, the the simplicity of the lyrics from bands like idols frank carter and the rattlesnakes um who else is in that there'll be loads of other bands in that kind of scene as well um but there's a way of saying really obvious things that you might say in a conversation but have them sound a bit more 
profound uh, or a bit more um yeah or simple in a song because when you can write simple lyrics people relate to it more and and you want to try and be as honest as you can with the way you're feeling and describing things so you can uh convey your message to as many people as possible so it's my the 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 closest attempt we've ever managed to get of really truly expressing uh where the anger that we feel uh where, where the where the problems are these days and how, how we feel about them and it's without any kind of which trying to uh put these out there without any metaphors without any hidden meanings it's just a raw rock and roll it is what you get song and that's reflected in the simplicity of, of the groove the main riff and then the lyrics themselves are very much everything in the song is you know it, it's almost a, a, a fact to a point yeah. um there's not really that much frou-frou surrounding the song it's a simple bare bones this is us this is how we feel uh i'm pretty sure you will feel the same and if you do let's have this anthem together and be angry together and have a big cathartic mosh pit yeah and that's what the song was about for me yeah you you really do have a little dog that thinks it's a big dog that's yeah. i do and his name's <laughs> his name's sid yeah <laughs> i, went to I could get him actually barked barked at barked me he really certainly his dominance to me i thought oh, <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta throw some ham at him and then distract him and then, he, and then he's like returns to like normal size <laughs> dogs dogs can dogs can detect dark intentions ethan and yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> see something in you <laughs> Oh, but that opening verse does really, uh, you know, ring true. You know, when I heard it, that that instantly sucked me. In. And you know, the press release for the single calls it a uh, anthem for the disenfranchised. And obviously, yeah, we're in the cost of uh, living crisis at the minute. So I mean, the relevance of this song is is absolutely huge at the moment. Um, mm -hmm. And you know, I know you guys, uh, you know, are based uh, in around uh, Peterborough. Um, you know, and this isn't a uh, a shot at Peterborough whatsoever because I've spent, <laughs> spent a lot of time in Peterborough. And I, you know, I, I re really, really do. Um, you know, have a, a a lot of time for Peterborough. You know, I, I do like the place, but obviously, you know, perhaps you know, it's, it's one of the places that probably is going to signify, you know, uh, the meaning behind the song, you know, um, more than perhaps, you know, um, certain other places in the country, you know. So, you know, obviously, you know, as far as, you know, the meaning and the lyrics behind the song, obviously, it's, it's something that you clearly, you know, feel passionate mm. about, which is which is great. Exactly. And the thing is, most places are really where people live to work, is what, is what it feels like. It feels like not really everybody lives in a place that's worth living in. You live there because, you know, you're working to get through it or to get by and that's where you know a lot a lot of the lyrics from the song comes in it's like although we might be in this nice little bubble where uh by any measure of success you've got you know like your big tv you've got a nice new car but you accumulate to, to have all these things you in, in our generation and our lifetime you're accumulating more debt which then brings in so many other issues with uh, spiraling into mental health cycles and everything like this and it just and it feels like a when when you don't have a way out and then you're being given terrible advice by people who are so disconnected you know that's 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 the problem and it, it, it doesn't help anybody so I feel like it, it was the best way of reflecting if I feel like this I'm sure everybody else is in this situation where you kind of feel like you're drowning and you, or, or you just get above board and then 
something will happen that will knock you back into place. So you're not really living, you're just surviving. Yeah. And, you know, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? Um, and, and you say about the terrible advice. I mean, obviously, you know, clearly we should be listening to these politicians that are telling us, well, why don't you just get a better paid job? I mean, why didn't I think of that? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, at this point, I'm getting all, all, all the degrees, everything to do that. And then there's, there's yeah. nothing to get as well. So it's like, oh, so I followed the plan through that, you know, you told us this is the route to success. And then, oh, fuck, it's a dead end route. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I've got to commend it to, to you guys, you know, um, being willing to talk about such subjects. And obviously, yeah, you've touched on some great bands that are doing that. But um, I've, in a number of articles that I've written for the website over the last year or two, commented on the fact that a lot of bands these days are almost too scared to touch on the political side of things because, um, you know, obviously... You know, you've seen the the battle in this country in particular over the last few years, you know, and you know, if your opinion doesn't match mine, then I don't, you know, I'm not going to listen to your music is probably what the bands are thinking, you know, and obviously when it's hard enough for musicians as it is, a lot of bands tend to play it safe and avoid that subject. So, yeah, so I've got to commend you guys for, for being willing to, to hit on that. Uh, thanks a lot, man. Thank you. Yeah, um, and we'll stick with the problem because I uh, checked out the video on YouTube as well. So I just want to touch on the, uh, the video because... Um, how was that for you guys to film so obviously listeners that will stick a link in the, the description of the podcast and you can click through and, and watch the uh, the video um was it literally done in the the one take obviously as it as it goes around and round? and you know yeah, what was that yeah. like yeah. for you guys that must have been we, quite a tricky we one we five or six goes didn't we, we did yeah. five or six pick, to be fair. pick the best one yeah yeah um, yeah. yeah it was, it was all yeah. Really, really diy um took us took us a couple of hours in an afternoon in ethan's factory um that was it yeah it, it was really about uh it, it it was creativity within constraints in a way because yeah. we spent a lot of money um i mean i'm sure this conversation has come up uh uh whenever you talk to an unsigned band but one of the big things of being in a band is the cost of it and we put a lot of uh, time and energy and money for, from, for, to get the single produced really well. But then when it comes to the videography, we've done big video shoots in the past with, you know, slightly higher budgets. But we wanted to really reflect, you know, the, the DIY nature of, of the scene that we're kind of involved in. And we want to show people that you don't have to always be spending lots of money to have these high quality products. Yeah. Because we're in a YouTube generation and you can just do a bit of Googling, yeah. get some creative ideas together. And so as long as your concept for your video is, is good, you, you can work a lot with, you know, phones, GoPros. You don't have to have all this kind of kit. So that's what we wanted to uh, do with the idea of it. And so, yeah, we had this idea for this this one take uh, video shoot that... Um, uh yeah that, that kind of adds a small element of artsy-ness into it and uh, but works with what we've got so it was um yeah born out of how can we do this as cheaply as possible and how yeah. can we still make this interesting yeah. so that's that that's what it was yeah i think it i think it perfectly represents the the new ethos of of this band we have spent so long in the the past if you you know um if you're familiar with we did a song called demons in, in 2020 um we shot quite a, a ambitious video for that on se over several locations with an actor um and it, it came out looking fantastic um and it, it, even the production on the song took us several days in the studio we would overthink it we were trying to be perfectionists and then we've we've sort of realized that, that that's 
not how we we work best and and by working in that way it meant that we were we were taking six to nine months between single releases and it just it, it wasn't the kind of traction that we that we need so we had this mind mindset switch last year um really encompassed by one of the the previous singles uh, it doesn't matter that was that's that's really the new mantra uh yeah. call, to the, call to the faithful we, we don't want to overthink we want to create something um and it doesn't matter if it's not perfect and um, we need to keep keep producing keep learning um getting getting content and new music and new videos out to people and just playing shows and getting people to to know who we are um it doesn't have to be perfect we can just go into a factory for three hours on a on a saturday morning um with with a gopro and yeah. a and, and a, a bicycle flashlight. Light, and a bicycle light <laughs> sellotaped to a stick for for yeah. lighting with kitchen <laughs> roll over it as a um, yeah yeah, to, to soften it up a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Literally, our, our, our manager held the light above the photographer who then didn't realise she was going to be videoing the video as well. So she was videoing it, yeah. but we had them, and they were just... <laughs> turning around, around. Like, like, like a big angler fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I mean, when I watched the video instantly, I felt sorry for whoever it was that was filming as well, because I thought, God, they're going to be getting dizzy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, yeah, like like you uh, you said, Matt, it is all about that momentum. And obviously, um, also, um, given the, uh, you know, the meaning behind the song that the video is for, it would have been a bit hypocritical to have gone and splashed uh, a load of money <laughs> on the video for her, wouldn't it, really? Yeah, so, exactly. exactly, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, so it, it works really well, and listeners need to go and check it out. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite a cool video. Um, so what has your um, feelings been towards the, the reaction to the problem? Obviously, reactions these days are pretty instantaneous with social media and everything. So, you know, do you, have you guys been following that? Um, and what do you think the reaction has been to the song? Yeah, people people like it. I mean, we, we chose this song um, to record and release because it was getting a great reaction at shows. We've been playing it at shows for six months um and it always gets people moving and dancing and and uh it's the song that people come up and talk to you after the show because it's got that the simple lyrics that people can relate to that they can remember that they can sing back at you um so we we always knew that it was it was probably going to be the next single um and that has rung true people people are resonating with it people are connecting with it and they seem to be enjoying it um it certainly got people dancing again at the the release show that we did two nights ago so yeah um pretty pleased yeah the reaction at the um release show that was uh because it's not a, a moshy song necessarily but it's it's a bop that had everybody bouncing like yeah. everybody in the room was was vibing the riding the wave uh in, in that groove and it just yeah you're right it's just it's just landing probably more more better, more better good than all of our other songs. And I think, I think a lot of that seems to come down from to the, you know, the, the very tangible chorus and yeah, yeah. The, and the, the repetitive nature of it. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Uh, yeah, a very catchy song and I can, uh, you know, just picture it live and we'll stick with, because uh, that was the next subject I was going to move on to actually. The uh, single launch show that you guys have just done. Uh, we're, we're having a chat on the on Sunday, um, and you played the show on the Friday. So, um, a sold out show, hometown show in Peterborough for the launch single, uh, single uh, and also 
you had uh, a number of other bands with you and i did notice um you had mosquito playing with you who we had on yeah, the man. podcast a couple yeah, of months ago so obviously shout out yeah. to mosquito yeah, how oh, was i love those guys so much yeah how, so yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, how was the show guys talk just about the show yeah it was great. I think that we've played some really cool shows this year. Like to say that we have played, we played at the Junction in Cambridge, and that was probably our favourite show to date. We played, yeah. uh, we played the Station in Cannock, um, which was also really, you know, really memorable. With really, lots of people, lots of people dancing and stuff. But I've got to say, um, Friday was probably the best show all year, of the year. You know, maybe the best. Oh show yeah, ever. it was. It was brilliant. The, the energy was there. The vibe was there. We picked a, well, Matt had picked a really cool um, location. He came to us with this with this venue called Here We Are in Peterborough. Uh, run by a great guy called Barry, um, and he was like, yeah. Check this space out, it's a cool space. Um, you know, I'd, let, be, let's have I'd a look. been there, I'd been there for a show, um, in December. Um, saw our friend's band play there, and was that uh, Das Caps, who we saw yeah, there, yeah, so yeah. Das Capitans play there. Um, so when we were planning the single launch, we, we said, Look, let's let's get somewhere. Um, you know, let's scale the show down. Let's take all of the call to the energy of a call to faithful show and let's condense it into into a small space. And I thought I know exactly the place. Um, talked with with Barry, the owner. Um, so it, it's like 50 capacity, um, and, and that's uh, that's a squeeze. You know, yeah. so we 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 got 50 people in there. Um, and There's then, people out yeah. the door, weren't there? Yeah, yeah. And it, it's just insane. I mean, we 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 throw everything into all of our shows they're always high energy but you know when you when when that's packed wall to wall and everybody's uh, everybody's moving and jumping uh, it was it was sweaty it was fierce it was it was a lot of fun we were dripping afterwards absolutely dripping it was great. yeah it was amazing yeah and we even there was even um, a crowd surf, uh, which was quite funny um, <laughs> we got out we got into the crowd and joined a mosh pit at one point which I only remembered yesterday um, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. It was just brilliant. Yeah, just really, really yeah, we, good show. We did head out into town and uh, carried on the celebration afterwards. Um, yeah. Hence, I think we're still a little bit delicate. Uh, Very jaded. Thirty-six hours later, um, <laughs> so some of the memories are a little bit fluffy. But uh, yeah, from I what I remember, it's it pretty good. It was a great <laughs> ego boost for a couple of reasons as well because. We had on the day we had, I had a couple of people message, "Oh, can we get tickets?" And I thought, oh, "Sorry, it's sold out. You have to try my door." Yeah. Well, that was nice. And then we, we got to Met Lounge, and um, Steve, who owns Met Lounge, was there, and um, he was, you know, it was really nice. He asked us how the show was. He was sort of really supportive, and then just said, "Oh, oh, it called you the faithful, getting for free tonight, and the girlfriends all, all getting for free." And that was just just lovely. And then I think Matt walked up, and she recognized the, the lady that recognized him, stamped it without saying a word. It was a proper. It was a real big ego moment. Yeah. <laughs> I basically floated in. I was just on a close. Excellent. I love to hear it. Um, and yeah, those sweaty little uh, DIY shows like that are, are, are the best shows. I mean, I've been to a uh, you know a couple of larger shows over the last few days, but yeah, I do love you know heading along to your local venue, checking out you know new local bands, um, and they are quite often the uh, the best shows. Um, all, all it felt like. like Oops, all of the sport around. bands killed it. All of the sport bands killed yeah. it. You mentioned, yeah, yeah, you mentioned yeah, yeah. Mosquito, but you know Das Capitans as well and Young Fatigue. Mosquito, they're they're like our new favourite band. They are <laughs> destined. They're destined so for like good. stadiums. I'm sure of it. So yeah. Yeah, they're great. They are really really. The, and they're just and they're lo lovely blokes as well. They're just nice. Yeah, yeah the, the whole night with with all the bands that played, everybody mashed really well with their sound, and then the the the, the, the crowd that was there 
Um, it felt like, it, uh, like, like, like it, it, if you would get to, to get a Hollywood depiction of like the scene, whatever the start of the scene is, that was it. Like small yeah. venue, brilliant, really brilliant local bands. Oh yeah, or just small bands, and it just it, it yeah it it was it, a real it, magical thing. Yeah, it, it really epitomised that just like DIY punk underground rock and roll show. It was yeah. it was sick. And we've, mm. we've, and we've recorded it. We've got GoPro. Oh, excellent. The whole shot of, well, ourselves. Yeah. Oh, to be fair. The ceiling was so low in the venue, the GoPro was rammed up to the ceiling. And then when a couple of crowd surfers went up, all you get is just like bodies <laughs> filling the whole frame. Ah, <laughs> uh, excellent. No. Um, yeah. Chuff for you guys. And you guys have also have been able to play a number of other shows um, since the pandemic. You had, uh, I noticed, a little run of dates and cool including a show at the uh, the Met Lounge back in uh, in April and um, heading down to London for a show as well. How has it been? Um, I ask all bands still this at the minute, and I hope there'll be a point when I can stop asking it. But obviously with the pandemic and the stop and live music and everything, how has it felt for you guys to to get back out and play shows? What has it been like for you? Great. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's been superb. We, um, it's, we did a couple of socially distanced shows over the course of the pandemic, you know, like yeah. people's... Um, reduced capacities seated uh, and it's just and that's just that's not a call to the faithful show you know um we did we did our best but you know we we, we want to feed off the energy and the movement in the room and you we're not, we're not suited to a jazz bar are we it's not <laughs> that sort of <laughs> but, uh so yeah it's been fantastic and we did that little tour run as you mentioned four dates and and people turned up and that was that was a fear as much as anything um you know who's going to come out to these shows are people still nervous about covid and definitely there is some of that. oh there I is that, yeah. i think that we're still we're in a recovery phase but but it's getting there people did turn up to the shows we were mm. um we were astounded by the support that we got across those four shows particularly at you know the peterborough show um the peterborough lake and also the, the birmingham lake we kind of consider West Midlands as a yeah. as a second home. I'm from the West Midlands, a town called Cannock. We play Birmingham and Cannock. We do shows over there, and we always get really uh, well supported. So, um, yeah, it was great. And uh, the festival appearances and some more shows are all starting to stack up for the summer. So, really looking forward to just putting um, the last two years behind us. Yeah, no, definitely. It is great to be back at shows. Um, and that brings me on to the uh, next uh, segment that we have on the podcast, which we call Set List Science. So as you've headed back and started playing some shows again, um, you've obviously had to write some set lists. And obviously, you know, I'm guessing the one on Friday would have been probably quite a you know a important one for you guys. Um, so the question is, you know, how much importance do you put into the structure of a set list? And have you got any rules that you tend to follow? It's, we, it's, we, I think the rules are only only fast songs all the way through. So you can find a forty minute set and you play it in twenty minutes. These these guys these guys is uh, is strategy for writing a set list is let's not give Matt one second to take a breath. Yeah. Not yeah. at all. Not yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't breathe. Uh, just deal with it. <laughs> I'm I'm I mostly let these guys write the the set list. Um, I have one rule, one stipulation, which they uh, very kindly agree to, um, and that is it. At recent shows, we open with uh, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Just because it's the hot, it's the it's the hardest song to sing. 
Um, right, get over and done with. <laughs> it, yeah, it, yeah, it, it stretches um, some of the range a little bit. Yeah. So uh, it's like it's not very forgiving. If we if we do seven or eight songs and then we try to put that in the, the back part of the set, if there's any vocal strain here, then I am getting <laughs> exposed. So I'm like, let's do that first, get that out the way, and then and then. But yeah. to be fair, it, that that song really does kick the gig off. It's because it's the real yeah. driving song. It's got a real cool riff, a real good. It's just, it's just, it's you know. It's, it's got a great yeah. intro that fits at the start with the with the build of just guitar yeah. and then the stabs. It just it works really really well. So it's not really a constraint Beardy puts on us. It's just uh, it's just now now the standard opener. Yeah. Yeah, which I like actually because I think it does get people going. It gets people then to sort of like be prepared for what's their breath. breath. What yeah, and I think I, like. I think it's always good to open with one that people know. Cause I think that was our uh, like second most popular release since the problem, because when we brought out just before it, and it was uh, you know it was another kickoff in this the latest version of the band as such, and that that one people responded really well to that one. So you know it, it's great to kick off a show with one that people know, because if you're excited to see a band and then they open with a new one, yeah. You, you, the, the starts then delayed for people, yeah, particularly yeah. if you're at this scene where um, not everybody knows all your songs or you haven't got them all recorded and out there. You need one to get people in right away. Yeah, and it and close up that, that little D space of uh, <laughs> of, uh, of no man's land in yeah. front of the stage <laughs> at all the small gigs. <laughs> I think as well that we have to then. What I like to we often we've got a song called Time, which isn't really our song. It's a song that Das Kapitans right wrote and Matt sort of uh, was on sung on the app sung on the song and also wrote some of the lyrics and they don't like it so we nicked that um and that sort of slows the pace down a bit and we've got also we've got like a ballady song called the other side and we sort of try and merge those songs together because it's just it's sort of in the middle to the middle of the set because then we've got some real like fast heavy songs at the end of the set you know included a, a, co a cover of um break stuff which uh, by um Good Biscuit, <laughs> yeah. which really gets yeah. people going. Bet. so like you know we like I that thought i was gonna sort of... i thought i was gonna die during that on friday <laughs> Man, it was mad wasn't it it was so mad and it just but it does get the room going it's it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a great song for it and we did used to it play does, jesus, yeah. we once played jesus well we a couple of times to play jesus of suburbia live um and i gotta say if if you want to try and work that into a set list as, as a cover don't We've done it and don't. It's just not worth it. Yeah. Great song to practice with, but yeah. people get bored after about four minutes. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. you, you're playing it going, I've, 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 people aren't really into this anymore, are they? Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've still got another nine we've got minutes seven minutes to go. Left, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we, so we try uh, and have a little reprieve like right in the middle with you know with time and the other side and try and you know let people catch your breath and you know include them out a little bit but mainly yeah, the audience yeah. just let them just sort of like just bop their heads for a little bit so they, they can really get down for the end of the set because what we like to do is uh, we change the set around a little bit for the problem because we played that last because obviously we were going to because yeah. it was the single release show um but we usually we'd end on like animals and all of that which is another popular song of ours that people really like to get down to and it really gets people going um so if we save them to the end of the set i think then you've got the Start the set where you've got a song that hooks people in and it gets them listening. At the end of the set, you've got people then going away thinking, wow, I've had a really great time. Even if it's the last mm. two songs, they might have fucking hated the rest of it, but the last two songs <laughs> yeah. are a really great time. They're going away thinking they've had a really great time. And I think that's a real good, real way of yeah. leaving a show, you know? And I think, I think you have to manage people's energy through the set. So yeah. as much as I say, uh, I think my dream set would be attack, 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 attack. One slow song for a little bit of a break, and then more attack, 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 attack. You're I incredibly think, fit, Oscar. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a lot of Before this podcast, like, all these guys are hanging out. I've been on a two-hour bike ride this morning. So, uh... <laughs> well, we should also be working really hard during the set. Just attack, 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 attack. attack, attack, attack. <laughs> two hours, we all like... <laughs> <laughs> like so I, I think 
managing managing the energy for for the for the, for the other guys in the band. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think it's uh, if we're playing like a eight to ten song set, like the first five or uh, four songs are hard and fast, hard and fast, hard and fast. Slow it down for two or three, um, and then uh, just for a small break, and then uh, up into the last kind of you know the last frenzy of the set. And then if you do have to change between the two, the thing that I've always thought could be because you can play a set well and put all the songs in a good place, but if you don't link them well, it kills the flow of the set. And I've seen so many good bands, even back, like really quote unquote big bands um, yeah, who you like international touring artists, that they, they have not got, some of them just have not got the, the spaces in between filled. And mm. some of my, my favorite punk albums and general shows are where you're assaulted from start to end by noise and so uh, you want to fill the spaces with, with feedback and you know and drone notes uh, if you do have to take a little break and then that's kind of that will sit underneath uh matt introducing the next song or doing a little bit of a talk but you you want the whole thing to be an experience that that's tied together uh, by some kind of thread all the way through and I think that that plays a, a big part into what songs you put in certain places. So if you're curating the perfect set list, you need to also think about how you tie them together. So guitars would shoot if you need to change tunings, you want some noise in the background, like a, a, um, a delay pedal that you just turn on and it will like oscillate and give lots of noise or like some kind of feedback or something like that. But yeah, the way you tie the songs together and make that common thread all the way through the show is almost just as important as about which songs go where in the set as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, I definitely agree. And so it's always a really interesting portion of the uh, podcast to get that, uh, that feedback, you know, from the band on the, on how to do that. I'm a bit of a setless geek myself, you know, so mm. yeah, no, really, really interesting. And um, yeah, obviously listeners uh, need to head along to a show. Listeners need to keep track with the band because obviously there's more coming. I believe there's an EP coming down the line. So the best way for listeners to do that is to get on social media and obviously give the band a follow. So they can do that. And I've got my list here uh, on Instagram at Call to the Faithful on Facebook at Course of the Faithful, and then on Twitter at CTTF Band. So um, obviously, you know, you, I guess you couldn't get the Course of the Faithful handle on, on Twitter. Um, <laughs> gone. Oh, well, yeah, this happens, unfortunately, when I read these out. At least you guys have got two that are same. Uh, yeah. Pretty easy and to it, remember. Fair, and Instagram as well is where we're most active. That's sort of where we live. Cool. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, That's so obviously listeners... Updates. Yeah, definitely. Make sure you uh, you follow the band across social media. Make sure you check out the video for the problem over on YouTube. We'll stick the link for that in the uh, description of the podcast. And obviously, yeah, a lot of uh, big things to come from the band. Um, I'm you know, delighted to have had you on the podcast. Um, thank you for, for giving me uh, your time. What would be your final message for, for listeners? Oh, Christ. It's the bloody government. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, um, I think that's I think that's a new catchphrase that people should take into lives. Go and stream the problem, and then go out yeah. into your day. And the moment anyone inconveniences you in the slightest, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> take one pause, look at them, and scream. The problem's not me; it's fucking you. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that is the uh, definitely the message uh, that listeners should take forward. No, thank you all for for joining me. 
Well, thank you everyone for listening. I really do hope you enjoyed that chat there with Call to the Faithful. Make sure you check out their single, The Problem. You can do so on our Discover New Music playlist over on Spotify, or you can find the video over on YouTube. Do also follow the band on social media and of course follow Full Pelt on social media. We are on Facebook at Full Pelt and on Twitter and Instagram at Full Pelt Music. And if you would, please do hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, wherever you're watching or listening. And we will be back soon with another episode of the Discover New Music podcast.